Previously on Wix Picks, their asshole, you know, fuck off, fucking nothing. Bullshit. What the fuck? What the fuck just happened? Got absolutely fucked. What the fuck? What the fuck is going on? Bugs the shit out of me. A fucking game. Crazy shit like that. How the fuck do you get sacked pretty fucking penny? They all fuck. No, no, yeah, seriously. How the fuck do I fucking big dick energy and shit like that for each game? The fucking Colts in their asshole. Where the fuck you're playing? If Debo fucking Samuel, he can fucking fake you out of your pads. What the fuck? Keeping fucking my team was fucking fuck that that shit show in Dallas. Last minute fucking play. Score more than fucking ten points in in three quarters. How about that? You fucking. So the fucking San Francisco 49ers. But he was also playing for fucking Detroit. Everyone can shut their fucking mouth. Fuck the Packers. You fucking won you the fucking game. You didn't do shit. It is an absolute fucking wrap. You never should have made the fucking playoffs in the first place. You limp into the fucking playoffs. Getting their shit together. What the fuck, dude? He knows his fucking role, dude. Pumped up for the fucking Super Bowl already. Butt fucked. We are gonna get butt fucked. Well fucking said. Absolutely. You can Fuck see a bunch of other shit up the there, too. Bieber. What's up? This is NS Kenner from your Boston Celtics, and I just want to say what's up to my boy Gally over at Bean Town Action. I hope you guys are doing well. See you at one of my games. What up? This is Dwight Howard. You're listening to my boy Chris Galley here on Bookie Nights Podcast. What's up, guys? Brian Scalabrini, a.k.a. Scal, and I want to give a huge shout-out to my boy Galley and the rest of the crew over at Bookie Nights, all right? For the White Mamba, I'm out of here. See ya. Let's go. B-Town action. Hello, everyone. This is Bruce Buffer, and you're hanging out with my friend Chris Galley. All right, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you keeping count at home, that was 51 cuss words that the FCC would not allow us to say. Um, and I said those all on the last recording that we did. Eight shits, two assholes, one dick, and 40, count them, 40 variations of the word fuck. Welcome, everyone, to Wix Picks. And speaking of two assholes and one dick... Craig, Sean, and myself are back here to give you our picks and predictions for the big game this weekend. But, of course, before we do that, let's talk about the big fat bag of cocks that we sucked during the championship round. Craig, 0 for 3, minus 3.05 units. Sean, 0 for 3, minus 3.35 units. And I went 0-2-1 for minus 2 units. And that push was in the Kansas City-Cincinnati game. I said it would be over the total of 10 points even in the first quarter. Uh, KC was up 7-3 at the end of one. Bankroll bets also went over. Sean, you had the Chiefs minus 7, minus 115. They started the game off pretty well, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, started off 21-3 to and then... Um, yeah, I'm sure you started counting money just like I did. I had KC in a, in a little parlay. And, um, yeah, didn't work out too well. Bengals scored just before the end of the half. And um, 
It left KC with an 11-point lead. Does anyone have any deja vu when, you know, about the 11-point lead? Okay. Yeah, that comes back pretty quick. (laughs) Yeah. So in Week 17, they also had an 11-point lead uh, when they faced off against the Bengals. They were up 28-17, to and um, they finished the game 34-31 to due to the Bengals. And like I said, deja vu all over again. Uh, for the Chiefs fans, Bengals get the win, 27-24. to Craig, you and I both had the same bet, which was L.A. minus one in the first quarter for even money. Um, I loved it. You loved it. Uh, what happened at the, what was it, the second possession? Cooper Cup, uh, not Cooper Cup. Matt Stafford tries to force a ball into Cooper Cup's hands yep. when they're on like the five. It gets tipped. Yep. It gets picked off. All that Stupid. had to happen was just like, I don't know, fucking bat it down. If it gets batted down, you know, Matt Gay hits a, hits a what, like a 12-yard a field goal, and then the the first quarter ends 3 nothing, and we're sitting pretty. We're, we're, we're very happy Easy with the money. result. Yeah. But instead, like I said, it gets picked off, and um, 0-0 at the end of 15. But the Rams go on to win it 27-17. to And now, after not happening at all before in NFL history, we now have a team with home field advantage in the Super Bowl for the second year in a row. Bengals versus the Rams, boys, just the way we all drew it up, huh? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rams hosting the Bengals as four-and-a-half-point favorites. Total is at 48-and-a-half. Craig, the floor is yours. (laughs) Uh, Well, going into uh, this game, I mean, if we were talking two weeks ago, uh, I'm sure all of us would have thought this would be Kansas City and the Rams. You know, Bengals do deserve to be here with with, uh, the effort that they put forth this uh, postseason. And you know what? I'm really pulling for Joey Burrow. Um, he deserves this, but I mean, on the other hand, Stafford deserves this as well, man. You know, like look at all he's been through with the Detroit lions. And, uh, I mean, shoot between Eminem and the halftime show and Stafford and the Super Bowl, this is as close as Detroit probably will ever get. Um, but I'm just thinking Cincinnati's not going to just lay down like a well-cut rug right now in the Super Bowl. Uh, they, they've, been very persistent on uh their their play this postseason um i'd say probably their worst game might have been against tennessee giving up all those sacks um but i mean they're going up against a high power defense with darnold von miller ramsey a lot of big names there to say to me i think it's going to come down to a last possession in the game I honestly like Cincinnati plus four and a half minus one ten. I think uh, I I could see the Rams winning this one by a field goal. I mean, shoot, look at last week uh, against the Niners. You know, they only won twenty to seventeen. It was a pretty low scoring game. Um, where on the other hand, Cincinnati they they've been putting up over over about twenty points a game. Um, so I, I could see this one being maybe kind of on the high scoring side. I don't see it being as low scoring as it was last week. Um, 
with that being said, though, I think it comes down to a last minute field goal and uh, I could see the Rams taking this one in, in the last couple seconds of the game. All right, Cincinnati plus four and a half at minus 110. And I'm just going to piggyback off of what you said and say uh, Burrow was sacked nine times versus Tennessee. And you also mentioned all those great defensive plays. So uh, for the Rams, what do you think the Rams defense is going to do to uh, Joe Burrow? I think he gets, I, I don't know, I think he gets uh, pretty banged up here. And... You know, you made a case for the over, and I don't know what it is, but I'm going to go the exact opposite of everything you just said. And I think this is going to be, I don't know, maybe like a 21-17 final. And I think that's just me being generous and putting a little bit of respect on Joe Burrow's name because I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think Casey took this team seriously enough, especially right around halftime when they were up. So I think KC just forgot to come out and play for the second half. They only put up a field goal after that. But, um, you know, Stafford, like you said, he put in his time. He definitely deserves this. And, um, you know, I've, I've been shitting on Cincinnati all season long. I've been counting them out all season long. But like I said, 21-17 for me is going to be the final. And I'm actually going to go with the alternate total here. I'm going to go with the under 38.5 at plus 290. I'm going for gold here. And Jeez. not only that, like for all us math whizzes out there, that's a total of 38-21-17. So I, you know, I'm, I'm praying for a nice one last sweat in this big game. House Money, where are you going? So I'm kind of a... Uh combination of the two of you i would love to see since take this game i think uh, i think burrows has earned his spot i think he's going to be one of the next real deals i mean he's definitely had to go through some big boy games and has picked that team up and carried him that being said facts are facts rams have the single best receiver in the game they have the single best defensive player and probably the best player in the nfl they have the second best rusher on the field and they have the most improved uh, receiver throughout the playoffs. And they have a quarterback who this may be his only chance. And I think has been playing with more heart than anybody throughout the playoffs and has carried his team there when they've had a shorthanded running back fumble, not once, but twice when they had the best receiver in the game fumble other teams would have, just folded and they didn't so i mean um i don't think this is going to be a high scoring affair uh i think that uh this is kind of the the cinderella story is over for mr burrows this week and i i like the rams minus four and a half at minus 110 yeah um again does burrow deserve to be here yeah yeah, yep. he does. He took out the number one seed in the AFC, and then he went out and took out the, um, you know, um, what do you call it? KC Mahomes, the, the in their third in their third AFC championship in a row. Like the, the, those were not just give me games. They, he had to crawl and and fight his way back to win both of those games to get to where he is right now. He one million percent deserves 
to be here. Um, but yeah, I can't see it any other way than a, a low-scoring game. So that's that's where I'm going with this. Um, now, one thing I failed to mention during the recap was we gave you a couple of SGPs, uh, or as DraftKings calls them, uh, same-game parlays. For the Cincinnati-KC game last uh, last last week, we gave you a plus 310 parlay, which was Burrow over 275 passing yards, KC race to 20, and Jamar Chase anytime. Chase got in the end zone. Uh, KC, as we said, was up 21 to 3, so cashed the race to 20. But Joe Burrow fell just short. He only ended up throwing, uh, what was it, 250 passing yards. So kind of a bad beat on that one. Uh, for the L.A. San Fran game, we gave you one that was a bit more juicy at plus 800. So obviously with a bit more uh, temptation there comes a less likely chance that it's going to happen. And this one went one for three. We had OBJ anytime, Stafford over 280, and uh, L.A. minus six and a half. Stafford finishes with plus, uh, no, Stafford finishes with 337 passing yards. Cooper Cup was the only one that found the end zone that game. He found it twice. And uh, they only win by three points. So one for two, whatever. You win some, you lose some. Doesn't It's not going to stop us from giving you an SGP for, this, for the big game. Biggest game of the year. Last time we were able to do this. With that being said, Craig, um, what's your pick for this SGP? Uh, personally, I think OBJ anytime touchdown is a good, uh, same game parlay pick this week. Uh, reason being he's been on fire the, this, uh, postseason, And, uh, I honestly think that, uh, OBJ, you know, this is the first time to the big stage is going to make the best of it. Um, he, he's a, a solid threat for them on, on offense. Uh, I think that, the Bengals defense is going to have their hands full with uh, uh, Cooper cup. And that's going to leave OBJ open on little quick slants over the middle. That's his bread and butter. And uh, I can see him find the end zone for sure. He's playing for that money too. Oh yeah. Free agent at the end of the season. All right. Going back to the well with OBJ anytime, Sean, where are you going? I'm, I'm playing it a little safe, or at least I think in my mind, I'm going Stafford. He's got too many weapons. Over 229 and a half uh, passing yards. I think that there's, with OBJ and with Cup, there's, there's just too much to cover. And he's too poised in that, that pocket, and he's not going to run first. He's going to scramble around to gain himself, you know, 10 or 15 yards a throw. Uh, agree with everything both of you guys said. And, uh, yes, this is going to be a much more conservative same-game parlay we're going to give you guys. And, uh, Craig, you had mentioned that Cooper Cup is going to be probably well defended, so it's going gonna, it's gonna to leave OBJ wide open. And, you know, he's going to – OBJ is going to probably 1 million percent get in the end zone, and he's going to be – he's going to hang that wall – hang the wall. He's going to hang that ball up on his wall and just, you know, sleep with it, whatever the hell he's going to do. But he's going he's gonna to want that. Oh, yeah. Um, just as much as – Cooper Cup is going to be well defended. I think Jamar Chase is going to be very well defended. Uh, you got Uzama there. If he even plays, I think he's going to be a, a decoy, which is going to leave players like Higgins open. But I think one player we're forgetting about 
is is Tyler Boyd. I think I think Tyler Boyd is going to be Burrow's scapegoat this uh, this week. So I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd. Uh, Tyler Boyd with three plus receptions. And guys, if you do all three of those, Tyler Boyd, three plus receptions, OBJ anytime, Stafford over 229 and a half passing yards. It's a plus 200 SGP. Double double your money. It's nice. It's conservative. And who doesn't who doesn't like double money? And uh, just sticking with that, we're also going to give you guys a player prop. And I'm going to go with Tyler Boyd anytime at plus. 275. Sean, who is your player prop going to be for this game? So my player prop is a bit more risky, but I just think it's the man that wants it more than anybody else on the field. I think Stafford's going to get himself in that end zone because I think he's going to have to. It's Stafford plus 650. I know it's juicy. I know it's risky. It's the last game of the year, baby. Let it all hang out. Yep. And I mean, he does not know that he'll ever get there again, and he knows what it feels like not to. So he will run through a wall to get into that end zone. Yep. Um, and if you like Stafford for the very first touchdown or the last touchdown, you, 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 you no. Uh, hey, listen, I know, I know what your bet is. Your bet is Stafford anytime plus six fifty. That's juicy enough. But all, all I'm saying is, if you like him to score first, if you like him to score last, he's plus four thousand. Yes, I know. I'm just saying, crazy. Craig. Yeah, for my player prop this week, I'm actually going with Joe Burrow over 275.5 for minus 115. Um, I'm sticking with my guns here, saying that it's going to be on the higher scoring side of things. Um, I know we said he didn't hit his player prop. There goes my phone. Um, I know we (laughs) said that he didn't hit his player prop for the Kansas City game, um, but I can see him hitting it this this week. You know, the one guy who worries me the most in that secondary is Ramsey, and uh, I honestly think that uh, Burrow's going to seek him out, not go to Jamar Chase as much. I agree with what you said before about him going to Tyler Boyd much. It's going to use his secondary weapons a lot. And I feel like uh, the dink and dumps to uh, Joe Mixon out of the backfield, as long as he doesn't do it on third down, like he did against Kansas city, still scratching my head about that. Um, but I, I think uh, I honestly think he, he easily surpasses the 275. I could see him thrown for about 300 this game. Um I'm just a big Joe Burrow supporter. You know, I, I've been that way since uh, like the middle of the season with him. I, the, the O-line just scares me, you know, um, if that O-line can just hold up, give him enough time. I think he'll be fine back there. And uh, Gally, just to go off what you said before about uh, Tyler Boyd, um, uh, we've been in Super Bowls before where no name guys make a name for themselves. I'm pretty sure you're pretty familiar with David Tyree. Oh, you're adorable. Yeah. Um, I would have went with Butler, but okay. <laughs> That's yeah, uh, of course, of course, you and I would go with names like Malcolm Butler, but, you know, yeah. Craig being the Giants fan that he is. And listen, hats off. Hats off to the Giants for, for, for both of those wins. I honestly didn't think they were going to get it in 2011. But I actually, you can ask Skitty about this. I went to his house for the 07 uh, Super Bowl. I walked into that house and I was immediately the most hated person in that house. 
I didn't That's want normal though. Uh, that is pretty normal, <laughs> but I didn't want the Pats to lose. But I walked in there saying, guys, the Pats think they have it in the bag. I go, people forget about Week 18 in the 07 uh, season yep. when yep. the Giants played the Pats the very last game of the year and Lost by a field goal and Eli threw a pick at the very end of that game, which ended up being the win for uh, for the Pats. And he almost did it in the Super Bowl, too. Yeah. Paul was the difference in that game, though. It, that line just pummeled them. I, I don't understand. Like, on he that was David, on the second team. He was on the, he was on the, the 2011. Uh, 11 oh, sorry. Team. That, that's you're you're thinking of talking Strahan and uh, O.C. The uh, the but the play I'm talking about is a David Tyree play. I'm sitting there now. This was back when not every uh, TV in the house was HD, so I wanted to watch it on the smaller TV because it was live, and everyone else had like the the 12 second delay for HD. So me and Skitty's brother were in like the laundry room. Watching on like a, like a like a seven like like a seven inch TV, black and white. I don't. Maybe I'm making the black and white pot up, but it was a very small TV and it had bunny ears. And we're sitting there, we're watching it, and we're sitting there, we're trying to keep our mouths shut because we're watching the whole thing go down. And I'm getting ready to cheer because I'm like, wow, Eli's going down on third and forever. It's done. And um, no, he somehow comes out of that, unloads. And then I'm like, oh, Rodney Harrison's gonna smash that out of his out of his hands. No, uh, let me just put my fingertips on my helmet. What? Wait, what? How the fuck did you catch that? Oh, I said the f word. I didn't want to swear. And, um, and then uh, don't forget about Mario Manningham too in 2011. Ah, whatever. I don't care about all that. I forget where <laughs> I was going with this now. But either way, um, all right. So we did our player props. So up next, we're going to give you a a game, another game prop slash novelty prop. Some of us are going to go in different directions on this one here. Um, Craig, where are you going on this one for your game slash novelty prop? Uh, for this one, I honestly like the Rams. Total sacks of over three and a half. It's at plus 105. And I could easily see the Rams getting five plus sacks in this game between Von Miller and uh, Sam, uh, not Sam Darnold. Fuck. Um, uh, Dar- uh, Aaron. Aaron Darnold. Yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking of freaking Sam Darnold. I know. I don't know why. You kept on thinking of Sam Darnold. I don't know. You. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know either. Um, but yeah, I could, I could see the both of them getting, uh, getting about five sacks combined, you know, um, if the Bengals don't learn anything from that Tennessee game, this game could get ugly real quick. Um, and I, I think it has good value. You know, I could see them getting at least four sacks, maybe in the first half. Um, yes. So, yes. I mean, I was thinking I think one, that- I was thinking one a quarter. I'm thinking right away, you know, that it's going to be in LA. I think, Let's just say they. How many they... LA fans are actually going to be there, though? Look at last game. How many Niner fans showed up to that game? You know, I felt more like LA fans. I, I felt like there were more Niner fans last game than there were LA. Fans. It was. No, I mean, it was. It was pretty. It was pretty fucking well divided. 
Yeah, it like, really dude, was. They panned on the crowd. All you saw was red. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, Jimmy I, G is beautiful. That's all that was. Oh my god, uh, we get it. You have a crush on Jimmy G and on friggin' McPherson. Yeah, well, it happens. <laughs> yeah, we didn't. You're not. You're not so much in love with McPherson as a player. You're just in love <laughs> with what he's packing. <laughs> well, I mean, it was impressive. There was 12 men on the field. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We still think his his package was offside on that last, you know, <laughs> kick for the for, kick for the win. But yeah, I, I think the Rams total sacks the over three and a half for for plus 105. It's great value. I know us three will will take advantage of that probably this weekend when we throw in some parlays. But uh, yeah, that's what I'm going with for my novelty slash. Uh, game prop if you want to say gotcha and you know just to give you an example of like a novelty prop it could be the color of gatorade it could be you know hey i got that last year don't forget that listen this is this is your wheelhouse here like i know you, you, you... dude i couldn't find the gatorade for all the listeners out there i was gonna go with the gatorade i could not find it on DraftKings to save my life the color of the gatorade but if i had to pick a color I don't care about the the value at all or anything like that. I'm going with uh, yellow. You're going with the yellow. So last year, this time for you guys that listened to this Super Bowl episode last last year, Craig swept the board. He swept the board. He got his he got his player prop right. He got his novelty prop right. He got his bankroll bet right, and he got the side right. A perfect effing sweep. But what I was going to say is a, an example of a novelty prop or a crazy banana prop would be like a uh, like a Joe Mixon 100-plus rushing yards and Cooper Cup 125-plus receiving yards. If you like that, that's plus 1,000. So I, I know Sean has a, a pretty crazy one. What do you got? So mine is plus 4,000. Yeah. And it kind of goes with what I was talking about earlier, and it's the hungriest man on the field. And it's, it's, it's doubling down on Stafford. I think he gets inside that, you know, five, six yard area and he puts it in for the first score of the game and, ah. you know, in for a penny in for a pound or 4,000. So, okay. So when I had mentioned that earlier today, not knowing damn, not knowing, uh, having a damn clue where you were going for your other, you know, for your novelty prop. So that's where you ended up going. Okay. And for the record, the Gatorade will be orange. Just saying. see, that's usually my go-to. I I always pick yeah. orange. I'm pretty sure I picked orange last year. I think it was orange. Yeah. No, no, it was blue last year because that's because Craig. That's what Craig guessed, and and uh, he yeah. got it right. But yes, uh, I'm also going a similar route with this. Um, I think that it's going to be David Akers with the first score and uh, the Rams to win. And if you like that, that is plus 900. Because I do believe they will get down early to uh, to Cincinnati's end zone, and then they'll get nice and close, and then they'll, they'll let Akers run it in. Boom. First touchdown of the game. Because he's going to remember what happened last time he got this close two weeks ago in the same effing stadium. So he's like, well, let's just hand it off to Akers, let him... Let him go to pound town on that end zone. First score of the game, Akers, and then Rams to win. And you can find that on DraftKings plus nine hundred. So we gave you a pick for the game. We gave you a player prop. We gave you a game prop slash novelty prop. 
Now it's time for our bankroll bets. And, um, you know, usually when we get to this part of the show, we say the bankroll bets are the bets we put money on. But there's a good chance, not a good chance, there's a 100% chance that everything that we say we're going to be putting our money on. So, but the bankroll bet is just the bet that we like the most in this situation. Sean, what is your bankroll bet for this week? So as much as it hurts me to agree with anything that comes out of Craig's mouth, uh, <laughs> I think my my best guess, and you know, when it comes down to it, I think the MVP of the game is going to play into this. I'm taking the over three and a half sacks for LA. To I, I think that's easy money at plus one hundred five. But it, it's just there's there's too much. They're gonna double one side of the line and then Von Miller is going to eat them alive. All right. And uh Craig, where are you going? Going uh I'm sticking with my little pattern here, going with the over 48 and a half minus 110. Uh reason being you look back uh at the Bengals last game, they uh that combined score was over 50. Uh you look back to the Rams versus the Bucks game was over 50. Uh, I could see this one going over 50 as well. That's why I'm going with the over 48 and a half minus 110. All right. And I, like I said, I've been counting out the Bengals all, like all season long. Been counting Keep doing out. it. Keep doing it. See what happens. So um, I didn't dare go anywhere near the uh, minus four and a half. But I will go back to the well on this one and say L.A. Rams minus one in the first quarter plus 105. You went back to the well with OBJ anytime. I'm going back to the well with this one. It was my bankroll bet from two weeks ago. It was your bankroll bet, Craig, from two weeks ago. I think in front of the home crowd, it can it cannot not hit. I think this is an absolute, I hate to say the word lock, but whatever. It's an absolute fucking lock. L.A. Rams, minus one, first quarter, plus 105. And, guys, before we let you go, Super Bowl predictions. Craig, who's winning this? I got to go with the L.A. Rams on a last-minute field goal. L.A. Rams, last-minute field goal. House money? I'm thinking it's the L.A. Rams, but I'm thinking it's a lot more comfortable than that. As do I. We all agree that it's the Rams. We all agreed that it was going to be the Rams in KC. So, you know, like you said, Craig, keep doubt, keep doubting Burrow, and let's see what happens. I'm not counting Burrow out, but I do think that uh, I, I'm um, I'm I'm strangely rooting for uh, Burrow and company, but I really do think the Rams get it done in front of their home crowd, 21 to 17. Your final. And uh, that's going to do it for our show. We are probably going to stay online. Not probably. We are 100% going to stay online here. And if uh, anything worth putting out, we will put it out there for you. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at Galley Gambles. And follow Craig, at Seawix Picks. We will see you next week for the recap show. <laughs>